Welcome to In Our Own Defense Podcast. We're your hosts, Attorney A.D. Winters, founder and managing attorney for VeteransDefender.com and Dr. Dolores Tarver, licensed psychologist. For more information about our podcast, just go to In Our Own Defense at Instagram or via email at inourowndefense at gmail.com. In Our Own Defense Podcast, our mission is simple. We want to share truths and create dialogue while increasing our listeners' awareness of mental health concerns and fostering the development of a holistic wellness plan, which incorporates mental, physical, spiritual, financial, and intellectual components. One of our goals is to discuss a range of topics, including but not limited to cultural, social, political, environmental, and mental health issues, as well as create a platform for useful and realistic action plans to encourage wellness and goal attainment. In our own defense podcast and the website does not and is not intended to constitute legal advice. Instead, all information, content, and materials available on the site are for general informational purposes only, and it does not establish an attorney-client relationship. With regard to mental health information presented, it is a summary and a supplement, not a substitute for the knowledge, skill, and judgment of qualified mental and physical health care professionals. In this episode of In Our Own Defense podcast, we have a very intelligent and knowledgeable finance and credit expert, Miss Naomi Anthony. Joining the show, she's going to discuss how individuals and small businesses can implement a deliberate strategy to avoid financial ruin due to COVID-19. It is my sincere pleasure to introduce Naomi C. Anthony, MACC. EA, graduate of Southeastern Louisiana University with a Bachelor of Science in Finance and later earned a Master of Science in Accountancy. She is an Internal Revenue Service enrolled agent and a QuickBooks Pro Advisor. After working in the financial services industry for nearly 10 years, she founded Elite Financial Services, LLC, which specializes in small business bookkeeping and income tax preparation. She has experience in personal finance, small business for profit and nonprofit accounting, as well as tax preparation, planning, and representation. Her goal is to to provide affordable financial solutions to those in need in order to help small businesses and individuals achieve their highest potential. Ms. Anthony's licenses include the IRS enrolled agent, a Series 6 securities license, and a certified QuickBooks Pro Advisor. So as a reminder to all of our listeners, in this episode, uh, we're discussing how individuals and small businesses can implement a deliberate strategy to avoid financial ruin uh, due to COVID-19. And we have a very special guest. Help us welcome Miss Naomi uh, Anthony. Thank you for joining us, Miss Anthony. Thank you for having me Uh, on. Oh, thank you. And so... How did you discover your passion for finance and accounting? Uh, Did you come from an accountancy family background? Actually, I didn't. I grew up in a um, two-parent household. Both of my parents were medical professionals. I have one sibling, a sister, and she's actually a registered nurse. So I grew up around nothing but medicine and, you know, a medical field. But Um, You know, when I was in school and, you know, was thinking about what I wanted to be when I grew up and my friends were kind of talking about, you know, everybody at that time was pretty much looking at nursing. I was more interested in, you know, how hospitals and clinics would pay their nurses and how 
you know, they were able to stay, you know, sustainable and, um, you know, thinking about how service industry professionals, how they decided to pay their customers and, um, you know, be successful and profitable businesses. So I was really more fascinated by the financial aspects and decided to go into finance at that time and then later went back and got my master's in accountancy uh, while in college. I had some real life financial hardships that taught me the importance of, you know, uh, personal fiscal uh, responsibility. And um, that really gave me a desire to learn more, not just about the business side of it, because I was doing great um, as far as the statistics classes and business accounting, but on a personal side. So, you know, I took it upon myself really to learn a whole lot about savings and budgeting and living within my means. you know, debt and the impacts of credit. And I really learned, you know, financial stability was a lot like business finances. And it was a formula that you execute with with strategies. So um, I implemented those financial strategies and I learned how they started working. And my friends started noticing that I had a little, you know, a couple extra dollars and they started, you know, asking me what I'm doing. And I started helping them as well. And, you know, at the time we really just wanted extra money to shop and you know, um, party and stuff, but, um, you know, that's the, that's really what, what starts you onto a path of fi- wanting to be financially stable is having a goal and motivation to reach that goal. And so over the years, my passion in finance really just, you know, developed and manifested into elite financial services. Well, for those of our listeners who, um, unlike you were able to do have this hide and see philosophy that they're currently utilizing of hiding bills and financial things and and hoping that they will see them disappear. What are some principles that individuals can put in place to avoid financial pitfalls during this shelter in place and inability to work? Yeah. So, you know, the first thing um, that people should do right now is don't be afraid to use your emergency savings. Um, A lot of my clients, they, um, you know, we build a nest egg and then when hard times come or emergency comes, they want to, you know, they don't want to touch their emergency savings because that gives them a sense of security. But definitely tap into um, that emergency savings, Um, you know, postponing payments right now. uh, Some people are saying um, skipping payments. I don't like to use the term skipping payments because it kind of gives you the idea that you know, that $100 light bill, um, you're going to skip three months and on the fourth month, you're going to be paying $100 again, when in reality, you're probably going to be paying higher payments. But um, postponing those payments right now is something that, you know, even though you may not want to do, it's something that you, you know, need to uh, utilize. Um, Some of the payments I know that people right now are looking into skipping or, you know, having to skip or mortgage or rent, utilities, cable, internet, you know, phone, credit cards, student loans is a big one. Um, so, but you don't want to just skip these payments because you heard on on the news or whatever that you can. You definitely want to call the companies and you need to let them know that you need to postpone these payments. And when you call them, you want to ask the right questions. You want to ask, you know, okay. how is this going to affect my monthly payments? You know, when I resume making these payments. Am I going to have a big balance due as soon as, you know, I'm able to, my grace period is up? Or are you going to be able to split these payments up over a certain time? Um, Is it going to be put on the back end of my loan? Are there other options? So um, I know right now there's some internet service providers and phone carriers that are offering lower services. So maybe, um, maybe it's not skipping payments. Maybe it's just downgrading. 
or um, you know, paying a lower monthly payment on your credit cards, you can call them and ask them to lower your monthly amount or even change the dates for you. So um, any of the bills that you're having problems with, with paying, call the provider and ask if there are relief options available because right now a lot of companies really are willing to work with you and offer, um, offer relief. Um, also, if you owe the IRS or if you have installment agreements or direct debit um, agreements right now with the IRS, you can postpone those payments through July 15th. Um, you know, just but, you know, on a more personal, I mean, just don't overwhelm yourself. Um, I know a lot of times people feel guilt or shame because you don't have the emergency savings or because you didn't have the means. But, you know, we're all going through this right now and the government is providing some assistance. So if you're unemployed, or if you're self-employed even right now, you could take advantage of unemployment, um, SNAP benefits or other government assistance that you may qualify for. The stimulus right now is coming out. So, um, you know, that's available $1,200 for individuals, you know, 24 if you're a joint filer. Um, obviously, you know, there's phase out amounts and you can, you can check irs.gov for those uh, phase out amounts. But, you know, that's, that's an option as well. And then lastly, and I know that, you know, financial um, professionals and anybody that is um, helping people with their finances, the last thing you ever want to do is um, withdraw or borrow against your retirement savings. But right now, if you have a 401k or a 403b, you're affected um, by this crisis, you can withdraw up to $100,000 without the 10% penalty and, or any, um, <clears throat> excuse me, mandatory withholding requirements. So the distribution still will be taxed and spread over, you know, the three years, 20, uh, 2020, 2021 and 2022. But that is an option. And if you pay those, um, if you pay it back within three years, you can actually get a refund on the taxes that you paid. And um, if you didn't want to do it with the draw, you can also borrow against that 401k, um, your invested balance if you want to do that and then make payments. Um, and those payments can be delayed up to a year. So those are some options that, you know, personally, uh, on the personal side, you can take. And just, you know, a lot of the worry and anxiety right now, as far as making payments, is coming from the unknown. Mm. So this is a good time to go over your budget, your upcoming expenses. You know, you've already called everybody and asked them, you know, what your bills are going to look like after the postponement. Um, you know, you, you're going with a plan, with a budget. And, you know, that will release some of the anxiety that's going on right now. Um, being prepared, uh, preparation is key. Be patient, be realistic with yourself and just be ready to, to sacrifice um, because it is going to be hard uh, for a lot of us. It's not going to be an easy, simple fix. Um, I have. That's awesome. Uh, I sorry, have a budget ahead. worksheet on my website, but uh, your bank. Um, usually, if you have online banking, there's budget and saving tools that built into your online banking. Mint.com is a good um, budget tool that also I know a lot of people utilize. And well, you you mentioned your website. What is your it's website? EliteFSBR.com, and um, under facts and forms, you can pull up the budget worksheet there. Oh, that's fantastic! So they can get a real. Uh, resources they can use. Um, that's fascinating that you speak to, like you can't put your head in the sand in this moment. Right now, you got to like step up, make the call, be active, proactive. Call the call the lender, call the creditor, call them, and you know let's see what they have in oh, place absolutely. And, and execute a plan using your budget as a resource tool. Go on to your website at elitefsbr 
Elite Financial Services Baton Rouge, but EliteFSBR.com, and they'll be able to learn more about that. Well, my follow-up question, and that is, what are some strategic planning factors that small businesses, uh, Dr. Tarver and I are both small business owners, and what are some strategic planning factors and small that small businesses can implement during this pandemic, uh, which is yielding, you know, an unprecedented and unfortunate economic crisis? What what a small businesses can can put in place right now well similar to you know personal finance my hope is that you know your small business plan included um a plan and strategy so that you had enough working capital to sustain your business for three to six months but if you didn't or if your business is a little newer um, you may want to take a look at your books and see just like you know with your personal finances what expenses can be postponed um, if you're renting a building or if you have mortgage utilities, you know, stuff like that, that can also be postponed or even removing some of those smaller uh, expenses for right now. The government did provide some uh, relief for us. They had there was um, two loans that were available, the economic injury disaster loan and the paycheck protection loan. We know that right now that's exhausted, but um, it is uh, something that lawmakers and without getting too political i guess lawmakers right now are looking into adding more funds to that and that's something that um you know a lot of my clients personally were utilizing the economic injury disaster loan that was a loan that um, was used for payroll uh, fixed debt personal accounts stuff like that um, it was up to two million but you were able to get twenty five thousand without having any collateral very low percentage rate, 3.75 annual percentage rate. Uh, the term was up to 30 years. Now that was not forgivable, but there was a grant attached to it. And that um, that grant, you can get $1,000 per employee, including yourself. And then the paycheck protection loan, I'm not gonna go all the way into it because it is, you know, like I said, exhausted right now. But um, the paycheck protection loan, if you have a really good or um, any type of, relationship with a banker it's much easier to get that loan going through your banker it is almost impossible to get it any other way um paypal kind of honed into that and realized that a lot of small businesses um you know mom and pops they use what square or they're just using you know cash app and they're not really having a relationship with their bank so paypal took it upon themselves to uh, start allowing uh, people to apply through them so as soon as that's you know back up and, and running, if it if it does you know become back up and running, uh, if you did want to uh, apply for the paycheck protection loan and you use PayPal, you already have an, an existing um, relationship with them. That would be something that you might want to look into. Small businesses right now, I know, are you know moving online, um, offering more delivery services, you know, having the Zoom meetings, um, and that's something that you know. If you don't have an a, a industry such as a barber or, you know, massage therapist or something like that, you can kind of hone into that. But I also want to say that small businesses, uh, remember, just because you're self-employed or, um, you know, a contract worker, which is considered a small business, you still can apply for unemployment and you still qualify for unemployment. So some of the small businesses or self-employed um professionals that are not able to apply for these uh these loans um you know look into unemployment because that's something that's available 
to you as well. You have provided some great information um, for individuals as well as small business and really practical things that people can utilize. I want to thank you for that. We're, we're, you know, we're also, of course, thinking about our young people, too, um, and what are maybe some lessons that they can learn from this experience. You mentioned being fiscally responsible, one of the things that you learned um, during your experience on your journey. So what are some lessons um, that you think, think our young people can take away from this? and be able to develop some fiscal responsibility? Well, right now is really a good time to teach our youth the importance of finances and how to handle these finances. Let's keep in mind that uh, no matter what age your child is or you know whether they're in their very young ages or you know about to graduate from high school, even college, they're watching how we react to this crisis and how we handle ourselves. And so we're conditioning them even subconsciously on how to react to crises, particularly dealing with money. And I think the worst thing that we can do right now is pretend that everything is normal and fine if it's not, right? So having that conversation with, with your children, maybe not in specific numbers, because you know kids do to, uh, tend to just repeat everything they hear, but um, you know, having a conversation with them that money comes from you know going to work, and if we aren't working, we don't have enough enough or maybe much money coming in at all. So, explain that essential needs they cost money, and that maybe the family you know is using our savings right now to buy these essential needs, and so we may not be buying a whole lot of other you know things that you may just want. Um, I know that you know from this, our youth can learn that money is a tangible asset and that it has to be earned and that everything takes, um, you know, time to earn and, and everything costs money in the household. And, you know, they'll learn very quickly the difference between needs versus wants. I have some of my adult clients that are still learning, you know, needs versus wants. And so mm. it's a good learning opportunity for them, a good teachable moment so that when they grow and they become a part of the workforce and a contributing uh, factor to our economy, they already have a basic understanding of earning income and paying bills and saving for a rainy day. I always say preparation is key, you know, and prep preparing our youth is just absolutely essential, especially during a time like this. Miss Anthony, you have, um, this has been an incredible show. We're so lucky to, uh, to learn from you today. You talked to us about our youth and how they can be fiscally um, responsible. You talked to us about strategic planning factors uh, in small businesses and how they can uh, further strengthen themselves um, in this unfortunate uh, kind of economic crisis. Talk to us about our individual financial um, um, challenges and how we avoid these pitfalls by facing it head on. And you've talked to us about your passion. Uh, and, you know, so there was this old story about uh, this person comes to the, the cliff and he, he, is, he or she is, is, is almost falling off of the cliff and, and he's holding on to a branch. And, and that person would fall off of that cliff, you know, um, if they didn't persevere uh, or even if they sneeze. And, um, you know, this person gets off of the cliff and one of the reporters comes up, man, you know, how uh, lucky were you to persevere through all of that and hang on till somebody could help you and you came off of that cliff. And the, the person who was in that dire situation was just so happy that they didn't sneeze. <laughs> you know, they were more impressed with the fact that they didn't sneeze. And so, you know, if, if we look at your background, the fact that you could have made a decision to be a nurse, you could have made a decision to go into medical industry as your parents and as your sister, 
and a lot of your friends, we're so glad you didn't sneeze toward <laughs> medical and you came into finance because we have somebody that has a passion for teaching and, and reaching out to people with these financial lessons uh, and, and how to calmly bring us through these by advising us correctly. You know, lean forward into it and, and actively and proactively, um, you know, institute these these principles. You know, how do how do our listeners reach out to you, and how do we discover these resources? What are what is a way that, that our listeners can follow you or reach out to you? You can reach me um, at by phone. I have you can call me or text me. I do take text messages two two five six one four two four six three. My email is gethelp at elitefsbr.com. My website is elitefsbr.com and social media, Facebook and Instagram at elitefsbr.com. And if I could just leave you with one thing, um, just please beware of scams right now. The IRS will never call you. If you get an email asking to verify any of your account information or a phone call asking to get any account information, just please do not give any of your information out online. The IRS, no one else is ever going to call you or email you to ask you for direct deposit information or anything like that. So please beware of scams. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, no, that's very important. Yeah, thank you. I, I don't know. What, that should have been our first question. Absolutely. <laughs> no, no, no. Thank you so much for that. And, and, and to our listeners. Uh, this episode of In Our Own Defense podcast, we've been discussing with Miss Naomi Anthony at EliteFSBR.com. That's Elite, E-L-I-T-E-F-S-B-R.com. And you can find her on social media at EliteFSBR. Um, and this financial expert has been here discussing how individuals and small businesses can implement a delivery strategy to avoid financial ruin. Uh, due to COVID-19. This concludes our episode of In Our Own Defense podcast. We're your hosts, Attorney A.D. Winters and Dr. Dolores Tarver. For more information on our podcast, please follow us at social media at In Our Own Defense or via email at inourowndefense at gmail.com. Five, four, three, two, one. Great job, Naomi. Great job, Dr. Tarver. (laughs) 